You are now listening to the Dad Rules Podcast with your hosts, Mario E. and Kid. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Dad Rules Podcast, where we help you dad better. I'm one of your hosts, Mario E. and Kid. Hey, what's going on? What's going on? You doing all right today? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. We got a special guest again today. Go oh, ahead yeah. and introduce him for us. Yeah, we got Cam from Elevated Lawnscapes today. He's going to be talking to us about lawn care, how to keep our yards looking right, looking fresh and green. Cam, welcome to the pod. Yeah, welcome. Hey, man. Appreciate it, brothers. Appreciate it, brothers. Glad to be here. Uh, yeah, man, we're going we're gonna to have a good time today. We're going we're gonna to have a good time. Uh, we're going to talk some, talk some lawn care. And uh, hey, see if we can't get everybody on the right track. You know, spring right around the corner. So right. let's see if we can get ready for it. All right. Yeah. All right. So Cam, tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do and, you know, shout out your YouTube channel and all that stuff for us. Yeah, so um, as the introduction from Kid, um, I am Cam from Elevated Lawnscapes and that is Lawn, L-A-W-N. Um, and uh, I do have a, a YouTube channel, which is the same Elevated Lawnscapes. You can find me on IG also, uh, Elevated Lawnscapes there. Um, and it is... Uh, it's one of those channels where I try to bring a good vibe to it, make sure we can kind of kick back, enjoy it, add a little something different to lawn care. Um, and uh, you can come, you can find information uh, about how to get your grass green, how to get it growing, um, and how to man maintain it, little maintenance practices and everything in there. Um, and on top of that, I try to add a little bit more information on why things are the way that they are. A little bit of the science behind it. I'm an engineer by degree. I've always loved science. So I try to give you a little bit more information behind the whys of why we're doing things and the why of this is why you need to do it. So yeah, that, that's kind of what it is. Come through, check it out and uh, let me know what you think. That's Man, I'm not gonna lie. <clears throat> Looking at your IG, looking at your YouTube, I mean, the yards that you have on there, the pictures, I mean, it doesn't look real. It's, I mean, it is absolutely <laughs> amazing. And yeah. also I, I saw you kind of like you were saying, you you bringing your own swagger to, yeah, you know, yeah. the lawn care community and bringing your uniqueness and, I think that's just awesome and excellent. I think you can bring a lot to our listeners because we got listeners full of dads that mm -hmm. we have these busy schedules and, mm -hmm. but we all want that yard looking right. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a certain amount of pride <laughs> that comes with making that yard look good. Yeah. But um, yeah. I use the word immaculate. Immaculate. Those yards look immaculate. That's what I say. <laughs> yeah. So, so it's funny. It's funny you say that because that's actually a part of my little outro catchphrase. Oh man! <laughs> if you're striving for that immaculate lawn or garden, just know yeah. we work it. So that, that's like my little outro tag. Right? So it's funny you say that. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it's one of those things. That, and kid, I agree with you, man. It is. Uh, it's definitely something about um having them yards right i mean mm -hmm. after you come in or you you uh you pull up to the driveway and you pull in and and your yard everything is nice and tight and in place 
And then that amount of pride of you standing out there on the front porch or on the back porch, the neighbors and stuff walking by, you're like, yeah, this is, this is nice. This yeah. is nice. <laughs> yeah. So here at the Dad Roots Podcast, you know, we talk about dad stuff. And mm-hmm. it's one standard question that we, we use here at DRP. And that question is, tell us about your relationship with your dad. Okay. Uh, yeah, man, that, that's a good question. Um, my dad and I, we have a very good relationship. Um, we've definitely uh, grown closer over, over the years. Um, so the older I've gotten, the closer uh, my dad and I've gotten. Um, and, and I think it was uh, a part of that uh, becoming a man, that maturing of, of age, that uh, experiences of life. Like, so now my dad's, uh, my dad's seen some of my ups, he's seen my downs. He's kind of seen me me grow from day one. So now he he has that full picture of like, yes, I've I've seen him turn into the man that he is today. And I, he's had a hand in who I am. Um, and the thing is, is that me and my dad were we're very close in personality. Um it, it thing it seems like the older I've gotten, the more and more the more him and I are almost exactly alike personality wise um very meticulous about the things that we do uh hard working whatever it takes if we want to do something we're going to go out there and do it and get it done um and uh, another thing is we both love being outside um I'm more of a outdoorsman type of person um so but not necessarily my dad's not that but he loves being out in the yard love turning wrenches if it comes down to working on the cars doing anything um and i'm the exact same way uh we love to have our hands busy and and doing things um and and i just feel like uh the the older i've gotten the more important uh that relationship between my dad and i have gotten because i've had to have some grown man conversations with him um Uh coming to finances and and everything else and planning for the future and and all of that uh growing up we thought my dad was tight with money mm-hmm. he was like dad man like why are you so tight man you don't you don't spend no money on nothing man you won't let us do nothing but now i see a different side of that coin mm-hmm. he wasn't just being tight he was planning for the future so he had the house paid off in record time then before he even retired and all of that mm-hmm. so now that his now that my mom and uh and him are retired they sit in their house paid for everything around the house is paid for so now they can enjoy their retirement without a lot of bill responsibility and all of that but the, all of that was set up by that financial standpoint of what i thought young was he was being tight <laughs> yeah but he he was planning he was planning for the future good 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 hey so let me ask you this cam so it, it sounds like he he definitely helped shape you to the to the man that you are today would would you say that you know you're you're kind of like a a, a carbon copy of him in a way in terms of some of the things that you do you know not being uh like kind of more so like being tight with money but it's for a purpose I mean, yeah. would you agree with that statement? Okay. I, I would. I would. Um, okay. and, and and the thing is, is like the older, 
as I've matured and become the man that I am, I've also looked at some of the things that I want to do differently. Um, and, and, and that's like, uh, again, I think our relationship has grown because of the fact that we've had some of those conversations of like pops, man, I, I, I appreciate what you did by doing this. But what I do know is I think I'm going to change the way that you did this. Right. And, and then it was like, you try to, you try to, and the thing is, is that hopefully that'll help build our next generation to be better than what we were. And that was always something that he and my mom both said is we want y'all to be better off than what we were. And right. I think that's just one of the, that's one of the goals um, as a community and as a people, period. We all need to strive to be better and leave the world, leave our generations, leave everything better than the way that we had. So, yeah, yeah. I, we, we've had we've had some of those conversations. <laughs> Yeah, I definitely, I, I feel, I feel the same way um, with me and my dad, and we've talked about that on the podcast before, and how I love the way they did certain things, but then as time changes, I have to tweak things, mm -hmm. um, even from a career standpoint. You know, back in the day, you know, you could go find a job mm -hmm. after you straight out of high school, you go find a job work for that company for 30 years, get your pension, everything is great. Yep, you're good. When it came to us, things changed. Mm -hmm. And I had to go about it a different route to get into my career and, you know, start a life with my wife and for our family. And now I'm thinking forward, like trying to make the next generation better. I got to prepare Jonah differently than even what I did. Mm-hmm. Because 15 yeah. years from now, he's gonna be in a he's gonna be living in a slightly different world. And I feel like that I push him more into independently being able to make money on his own. So, you know, those are some of the things I think. And I think it's just, I think it's a beautiful thing when we realize that we need to continue to get better. Yeah. And the expectation is here for you to be better. And we want you to do that. And we will we will help you. We facilitate mm -hmm. with you any way we need to or can to help you achieve all the goals that you want to achieve. So yeah, and 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 that's that's definitely one of the things that uh <laughs> that that my my dad tells me, and that was one of the conversations that we had. I think that was probably one of the first like grown man conversations that we had of where our paths were kind of split or our thought our thought processes were kind of split and we had to tweak some things. So uh, in college, I think this was my sophomore year. Um, and, and just like you said, I'm, I'm from a small town in North Carolina. I mean, they, I mean, my dad grew up on a farm, um, ended up going, finishing high school, ended up getting a good job after that at a, at a facility, just a plant there around town good job good work that stayed there worked him i think he's only worked in like two or three companies maybe in his entire life um and everything was good but for me things were a little different all right you're gonna go to college that was that them pushing me to be better than them so boom i get into college they really hadn't navigated the co college scene before they hadn't navigated any of that but i had to figure that out so 
I'm out there figuring that out. And then I start hearing about internships, co-ops and all of that. And it's like, okay, I, I think this is something that I need to go do um, to prepare myself for a better position when I graduate. Uh, so I come to my pops and it was like, yeah, so uh, I'm going to take a semester off um, and I'm going to go work with this company. And uh, then I'm going to do an internship right after that uh, in the summer. And um, yeah, that's, that's what I'm about to do. And he's like, nah, yep. nah, what you're going to do is you're going to finish the schooling. You're going you're gonna to get this schooling and you're going to finish that. You're going to get it in them books and you're going to finish on time. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't think that's the right way to do it. And then he was like, Well, I, I think you need to, I think you need to be in, in in them books and finish school on time. I was like, All right, so check, look at these two, look at these two options right here. I can finish on time. I can graduate four years, whatever the case may be, and I've got no work experience. Now I get out there and I still can't find a job. Or I can take this semester off. I can and then I can go work with this company that now I can get six months of work experience with them already within my field. And then I go to this internship right after that, which is another three to four months. So now I've got almost 10 months of work experience and the potential to possibly get a job with them when I graduate, because now I've got an in and they've already seen me perform. Those are two options. I think the first one could land me back on your couch eating up your food. <laughs> I was like, you got to see the bigger picture here. Pop. And uh, I think that was the turning point right there. And, yeah. and that was where he was. And he'll, he'll tell me that. And I mean, it's probably every yeah. two or three months he sits back and he reflects on that conversation. He was like, i never forget when you told me that. He was like, I'll never forget that conversation. And I think I think that is one of his proud moments of where he was like, I've done what I was supposed to do. Yeah. I think it was, I think to him, that's the point of where he felt like he's going out on his own. Yeah. I'm not going to leave him out there, but he's, he's going to blaze his own path at this point. Yeah. And that's what it's all about. Right. I mean, we, we, as fathers, you know, we raise our kids, our sons and our daughters to, to be, to stand up for themselves. Mm-hmm. And you came with the facts, you came with, you know, a well thought out plan and you was able to convey that to him and he, he received it. You know, that's, mm-hmm. that's what it's all about. Right. Yeah. 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 You, you were pretty bold with that, Cam. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Cause um, parents, they're pretty uh, passionate about educating their children. So mm-hmm. I, can, I can see. Mm-hmm. And, and 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 that was like I said, I think that was that first, I think that was that first turning point of, of where it was like, oh, he actually told me. And later on, I told him, I was like, Pops, you know it didn't matter what you said. Like I, I already had, like you could have said no, but I already that that plan was going forward. And that was probably that was that was where we were gonna split, either in a good way or a bad way. Like that was you could have said what you were going to wanted to say. And I was like, I'm, I was already going to do it. <laughs> he was like, really? He was like, I could tell you had thought it out too much. He yeah. was like, you, you, the way that you came and that you talked about it, 
He's like, I could tell that you had already thought about it for, you had it thought out before you even came to me, uh, which is, he was like, another reason why I was like, you know what? It probably don't even, he was like, I was thinking that. I didn't say it. He was like, it probably don't even matter what I say anyway. He, he got his decision he, and he knows how I am. He knows how he is. And he knows that we're really close in personality. He was like, it was probably one of those things that he does. He already had his mind made up. You was going to do it anyway. I was like, yep, <laughs> you're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So my next question for you is, how did you develop or discover this passion for landscaping and for lawns? Man, um, it, it started early. Um, so. Like I said, my dad worked on a farm, so he was used to being out in the yard working, doing stuff. Um, I started cutting grass on a riding mower before I weighed enough to actually keep the the, the engine engaged. Wow. So you know how you, you got to sit on the seat and you got to weigh a certain amount to keep the engine and the blades and stuff engaged. So I ain't weigh enough for that. So we used to keep like a little cinder block like beside the lawnmower and a pillow. So I had to pick the, the cinder block up, a little half a cinder block, put it in the seat and put the pillow on top of it to keep the mower engaged so I could go out and cut the grass. So that's how young I was when all of this started. And even back then, we had like two acres of land and I cut it for the most part and like I get it started and then dad would come in, finish it up like the next day or when he got off work. So that's kind of when my passion for it started. I enjoyed it. Like for one, as a kid, I get to be out there driving and doing everything else. So I, I enjoyed that part of it being that it was on a ride more like, I'm just out there driving. I'm, I'm enjoying it. Um, and then as I got older, it was that passion for that golf course look, that immaculate lawn look. I can relate to that. Yeah. And I was like, man, man, that looks good. I was like, when I get a house, Whenever, when I get older and I grow up and I get a house, I got to have a nice lawn. I got to have a nice lawn. So that's kind of where it started from, where it came from. But then on top of that, it kind of just grew after I got my first home. Um, I started taking care of it. And then it just kind of snowballed into something bigger after that. So... This never was a chore for you. It wasn't a chore for me. It, it, it was, it was, it was wow. never a chore for me. Even though it was a chore, it wasn't, it wasn't ever a chore to me. Um, and, and I, so we moved into our next house. And then um, by this time, I'm probably 13, 14. My dad had a little side hustle on the weekends. We'd go cut a couple of yards in town. Um, and then, uh, so we, that seemed more like a chore because it wasn't, Man, we got to cut five, six yards every weekend. Um, and then I went from that to now I'm in high school, early high school, uh, middle school. And I start cutting some of the neighbor's yard. So like now I'm getting a little side hustle going myself, making a little bit of money um, as, as I'm in that elementary school, early high school phase. And I'm like, all right, man, I can, I can give me some money off. Of, I can give me some money off of this easily. I mean, it's right here. Um, and, and it was, it was never really a chore for me. Like I, I, I do enjoy being out cutting grass 
it's something about like we was talking about earlier that pride of when you get done sitting back and looking at it it is it, nothing like it and now as y'all see I can get I'm into the stripes and doing cutting different patterns and everything and like it, it's enjoyment man I, I can really put my headphones on go outside and man I can be out there all day cutting the yard and it'll be from one thing to the next and I am at peace <laughs> yeah yeah I, I don't know like when I was a kid <clears throat> like when I became a teenager or whatever my dad got a lawnmower he I cut his yard a few times or whatever and then I started getting into sports and stuff like that it looked like I don't know I just stopped doing it um mm-hmm. but I think it's just amazing that like you never felt like it was a chore. You never really yeah. felt like somebody was making you do it. And then you found a love and a passion for it. And I think that's the best way to really help others is when you t- you really passionate about something, you really love mm-hmm. doing it. And then like when you start researching and trying to find out how to yeah. make the grass greener and stuff like that, you don't even feel like that's work. Yep. You know, just because it just comes naturally. Because I know sometimes, like, even when I'm doing things with the podcast or when I'm doing things, like, with real estate and stuff like that, I don't even feel like it's work. Yeah. Because I love it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And and, and that saying is, like, hey, man, find something you love doing and something that you're passionate about doing and do it, and it doesn't feel like work. That's right. And and, and that is... uh, like right now this is what that's what this is turning into like I found something that I'm passionate about um and I spent a lot of time reading uh about grass like researching about grass and I mean there's I mean there's a whole turf management um course out there that I've started taking um right now I'm studying for a certification um to go ahead and get certified and get all my licenses and stuff um, so it, it's one of those things that, I mean, as you're doing it is there's more than grass than what meets the eye and which is just the green. Um, and like I said, I'm an engineer by degree. So that science of it behind it, like yeah. it just is it, blending the two is it, really fixing a itch that I have. And then like my personality, like this is something that I'm passionate about on both ends and it I also enjoyed the science behind it which is something that I've always loved which is kind of like in the background of my career is that science and math I mean I get to do calculations of nitrogen applications and percentages of this and and applications of that and how much of the uptake is going to come in and like what's your growth potential percentage on certain days depending on the humidity and temperatures and what's your rainfall growth it is there's a lot more behind grass than what meets the eye and like just getting into it and knowing the science of it it is really it really fits my personality and and we all say it like I think this is a sign of like when you're starting to get older is if only I could turn back the hands of time and do that part all over again yeah. I know exactly where where I would have went. Yeah. So it's it's a layer like this whole setup with grass 
it's just a layered process because you talk about taking courses and getting certifications. I didn't know it was that deep. I did yeah. not know it was that deep. Yeah. I'm mind, I'm boggled right now because it's just like I I thought it was just lawnmower, cut grass, water it. That's yeah, right. yeah. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> I just I thought about I said this is more than just cutting and water, right? <laughs> and uh, sunlight. Man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. And uh and that was one of the reasons why like I rambled off all of that stuff the way that I did, just because of the fact of there's more to it and there's a lot more to it. Um, but do you have to do all of that? No, no. Right. I, I mean, and, and when I do talk to people uh, about lawn care and getting their lawns together, um, one of the first things is what are your expectations? Like what, where are you on this scales? Because there's levels to this thing. Yeah. Like, so like, like Obviously. Yeah, uh-huh. like, so, so everybody <laughs> wants what's behind me. Um, yeah. But then you have that conversation of like how much time, like, like you start to get into reality. How much time do you really have? What is your actual lawn care budget? Like, what, what are you like, how much effort do you want to have to put into it? Which all of those things help you get into a couple of different things. I mean, there's, there's different grasses that fit different maintenance profiles. Like some grasses are better for people that, man, I don't want to have to cut my grass, but once every two weeks, maybe twice a month, maybe once a month, there's a certain grass type that's better for that. And then there's people that when I want to be out there, like I want to be out there all the time. I want to be able to do this. I want to do that. There are certain grass types that are better for that. There's grass types that are better for different regions of the country, depending on what your climate is. And a lot of people don't, I mean, they don't think about all of those things because you just think grass is grass. Right. I can look, I can look at grass and tell you almost, almost right off top, um, which category it falls in. I mean, and there's two basic categories, which is warm season, cool season. A lot of that's determined off of region or where you're located in the country. I mean, your downside to your lawn could be you're trying to grow the wrong grass type in the wrong region of the country. Mm. And that can be a simple fix, a simple fix just to get you going on the right path. Mm. So, so let me ask you this camp. So, you know, you talked earlier, you said you, you were more of an outdoors person, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm the total opposite. I don't want to get out there and take <laughs> my grass. I don't want to get out there and turn wrenches. I, that's not me. That's not who I am. Right. And me and my wife, we've had, you know, conversations about that. You didn't marry me for my mechanical skills to be able to right. pick. Oh, I know how to take it to the mechanic to get it fixed, you know, but I'm not going to be the one that's doing that, right? So, and I know we got dads out there to fit the spectrum of all those different things. Some are just mm-hmm. like you, some are like me. So what type of tips do you give or what you give for a dad who is like you, who's, you know, uh, you know, wanting to take his lawn to the next level. And what would you give tips? How would you, what kind of tips would you give to a dad that's like me? That's okay. I'm going to get somebody to do it for me. And mm-hmm. what kind of things would you, you know, give that dad to, you know, say, Hey, here's, here's what you need to look for. Yeah. Um, so I'll, I'll, I'll address, I'll address the Mario dads first. Okay. I, I'll address the Mario dads first. Um, what we, what we're going to do is you want to make sure that uh you're getting 
at least some knowledge of what's going on. Okay. Um, because you, you'll have people that'll come in, they'll try to sell you just about anything. Oh, you need to get this. You need to get this. You need to get that. You need to get this. So at least having a, an idea of some basic foundations and principles of what you're doing in the, of what needs to happen in the loan. And I'll, I'll start with just three of those principles if you're going to get somebody to bring you in. So the first one is making sure that they're getting a soil test and you get to see that soil test. Because when I first got in my house, I had people coming to do it. They said they did a soil test. Then once I started learning more and I wanted to see that soil test, they couldn't provide me a soil test. Result. Mm. Okay. So they said they did one which I believe they didn't. Okay. So, so, so now they've thrown your lawn into a program with everybody else that they just running and is doing. They're, they're not giving your lawn potentially what it really needs. It's not catered to my lawn. It's just a generic thing. Okay. And that one size fits all could be what your lawn needs or maybe not. Um, so your soil test is just like that foundation of knowing what nutrients are in your soil and what needs to be put down here. Mm -hmm. That's, that's like going to the doctor, getting a checkup. It's like, all right, I, I, are you, your cholesterol is good here. Your blood pressure is there. All right, cool. You, you good stay on a standard diet or now nah, we need to adjust your diet for because of certain factors or nutrients or whatever's going on in your body. Same thing with, same thing with your soil. That's all. Just get a checkup, see what's going on, see what's okay. there. Okay. So from that point, now you can kind of monitor them a little bit. They're, at that point, they know, all right, he is at least going to be paying attention and checking up on me with, when, when I'm out here to see what's going on. So, and, and that starting with that, and then the next thing is understanding the frequency that they're going to be coming. Uh, to make those visits like how often are you are you only coming out in the spring and fall like when are you going to be coming um, to actually uh, make an application and the third thing is asking them what they're putting down that way um, you can at least go back research and look up exactly all right they said they put down xyz they put down a fertilizer that was a spring fertilizer or a winter fertilizer, whatever the case may be, it, it just keeps a tab on them and at least keeps them honest. Gotcha. A, a little more honest than like them just showing up and you not caring at all. And then they can just be out there doing whatever. At least they know you may be the only one that will ever check them and be like, Yo, so like when you write up my ticket or you write like can you at least list out what what you put down and what the applications were gotcha so that that's where i would go for uh we're gonna call them the mario dads okay <laughs> and I, I can tell you from this right here uh i've never asked for any of those things a soil test or anything like that and i can guarantee you that uh you know because I, I can think about one time when i was living in ohio you know, guy came around, he was like, hey, we want to do this to your yard, da 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 we'll make it look like this, blah, blah, blah. You know, I saw I paid the money for them to do it, and I didn't see any results, and I didn't know, I don't know what I was supposed to do or whatever, but, you know. I think I was there I when I, the guy I, came by. Yeah, <laughs> I, I probably got got 
but you know, it's it, that's what it is, you know. So I, I appreciate you, you know, giving these tips right here because uh, yeah. That's, yeah, that's definitely gonna help me for the next time for sure. Yeah, and and I mean, those are just some some basic things that that's almost like going to a mechanic. And uh, one of the things that can that can help you help mechanics not get over on you is, hey, when you get done, like I want my spare parts. Like I I, I want I want my spare part, whatever you took off. Yeah. Now that now they know, like like oh okay, well, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whether you whether you really take them with you or not, yeah, like like that, like that's just another one of those one of those things. And I I mean I I used to tell uh, girls and stuff like in college, I was like, look, man, tell if you go to the mechanic, hey, tell them you want like your spare parts after you get done, like at whatever you get fixed. That way you at least know they changed the parts out. Mm-hmm. Go grab them from another set somewhere else. Yeah, but I mean, who's they ain't gonna go through that kind of effort. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I think the next one was uh the dads that want to be active, that want right. to be out in the in the yard, the cam dads. Right. Um, all right. So we first things first, it's still gonna be a soil test. That that's still the foundation of whatever you're doing um anything in the lawn it still starts with a soil test and uh if you go to my youtube channel i've actually got a full playlist that starts from taking a soil sample taking that soil test getting the results back kind of walking you through like what the different nutrients mean and like what you're actually looking for and what they do so it kind of gives you a little introductory course on getting started um so that's kind of the foundation of it is learn you some basics and that that soil test will kind of get you get you going in the right direction um the next thing is going to be uh learning some fertilizer basics um because i like to say that we call them cultural practices which are basically fertilization your nutrients uh watering and mowing like those are like the three pillars of lawn care right there. What are them? Say them again. Uh, it's going to be nutrients. So your fertilization. The second one's going to be watering. And the third one's going to be mowing. Your mowing okay. frequency. So you get those three things balanced and in control. And you will start to see changes in your lawn. Um, so once you get that soil test, you get you learn you some... Uh, some principles on fertilization, your nutrients and everything. Um, and then you'll want to step into, uh, I'll even leave watering to the third one. The second one's going to be mowing, like cutting your grass. What people don't realize is the more frequently you cut your grass, the more it's going to want to grow and be healthier. So the more, you, the more you mow, the more, you, the more it grows. All right, Cam, let me ask you this before you go on. How often are you cutting your grass, man? (laughs) (laughs) So at peak season, when like things are rocking and rolling, three times a week. Three? Three three times a week. Wow. Three three times a week. When things are when, when things are rocking and rolling and everything, like growing conditions are good. Like when you get that spring flush, so like we're almost into that springtime, 
when it comes and things finally start to wake up from the winter, let us get a month or two in the spring, month and a half in the spring. Like these cool season lawns will be up and growing, especially if you put fertilizer down in the fall, it's going to start jumping out the ground. You get that first fertilization in on it and it's going to shoot out the ground. And yeah, during that period of time, I'm probably cutting three times a week and mm-hmm. it's, I love it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the thing is, is like when you're mowing more frequently, so one of the, the sciences behind it, um, and I'll try to keep it basic is grass grows vertical and uh, it grows upward and downward. So upward is going to be what you see was the grass blades and down, of course, is the roots. So the more you keep cutting the top of it off, the plant learns that, hey, I'm just going to keep getting cut off. And it starts sending more energy into the root development than actually trying to grow up vertically. Wow. So at at that point, you kind of train, you kind of get the lawn trained. And then you're like, okay, I'm going to be at this height. Boom. I'm going to just send my energy down in the root growth. The more healthier your root system is, the healthier your lawn is, the more stress that it can take, the better it looks year round. Yeah. So the roots is where the magic is. Yeah. And I've heard barbers say the same thing. When you couldn't yeah. hair, you got to mm-hmm. train your hair, you know, to cut it a mm-hmm. certain way. And the frequency of which you cut your hair is, is very mm-hmm. similar. It, sa- it sounds same. like it's very similar. Exact same principle. Wow. Exa- ex- exact same principle. Wow. Exact same principle. So when you get onto, so that takes us into that mowing, that number two principle, mm-hmm. that mowing principle. So you don't have to cut it three times a week. The better you want your lawn to look, this is where this is where that expectation thing comes in. And when I'm talking to people, I'm like, all right, so what are your expectations? Like, what are you looking for? So if you're looking for that immaculate lawn, just be prepared to you're going to have to do more than the standard and cutting three times a week is more than the standard. Yeah. So, so if, if, if you can only get out there once a week, I think I say the bare minimum of cutting the lawn to have it healthy and like to, to really look decent, you can get away with once a week. If you're on a frequency of cutting it once a week, now there are times that you, it's just going to be growing more than others. So you, you might need to, you might have to up that. So if you can get out there and get it twice a week, but I, I say during the growing season, minimum, you need to be out there once a week, keeping it cut. So, so from, from, from that standpoint, now we'll get into the watering. So the last pillar um, of that principle. So watering, um, when we get in the summer, I mean, it's just one of those things that it's a plant. It needs water. Like, so when it, when it dries out or it gets into the heat of the summer, you need to be putting down some water on the lawn. Um, how you do that, uh, try to water in the mornings. If possible, morning waterings are better than evening watering um, because then watering in the evening, it just kind of water just sits on your grass. Your grass blades are wet all night long that just breeds disease. So lawns will get disease and fungus and they'll die off. The heat and humidity just kind of adds to that. 
So try to water in the morning. That way, by the time the sun comes up, dries the grass blades off, now your disease pressure is low. Um, so that's another little tip in there from, from watering. Uh, during the summer, most lawns and plants need about an inch of water a week. You don't need to be watering every day. Every two to three days is as much frequency as you need to be watering. The deeper you water for a longer period of time, that, that water just gets deeper into the soil. Watering every day will end up with shallow roots and a whole lot of disease pressure. So you want to toughen up that plant a little bit, drive those roots down deeper so they got to go chase that water because they're not getting water every single day. So that, that's another uh, pillar in there. I mean, and, and just keeping those things simple. Um, are, are the just uh, just what I'm trying to do here. Um, and you can just continue to look into that more. Like those are the foundations of what you want to do. So that'll get you started and start looking into those three principles right there. And that'll, and you can go, you can go deep into them. Like yeah. once, once you, once you start learning those three things, it'll, it'll, there's more than enough information out there, especially when it comes to fertilizers. I mean, there's it's so much stuff out there uh, regarding fertilizers and all of that. But my main point is, if you don't have a soil test, don't throw down a fertilizer because you don't know exactly what your lawn, lead, your lawn needs. Yeah. So get that soil test first. Um, that way you can be responsible with whatever fertilizer that you're putting down. Um, and then that'll help your pocket and the environment. Okay. Gotcha. All right. You answered that really good. Um, I'm just like that dad that I've always paid somebody to cut my grass. Mm. And like they're doing it like every two weeks. And I'm like, if I keep going this way, my grass is never gonna be like that. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> you so got, yeah, me got me rethinking a whole thinking. bunch of stuff, Cam. You got me rethinking a whole bunch of stuff. I'm just telling you. <laughs> Like, hey, so man, you did my, goes. hey, you come in here and cut my grass, man, how you did the soul test yet? You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, and, yeah. And, and I mean, that that's the thing. I mean, and I think what we said earlier and we were talking about it, there's more to grass than what meets the eye. And and, and a lot of people, they they just, they haven't thought about it. And and that's the thing is like, like you haven't thought about what actually goes into it or what's going into it. And then once you start, once you talk to somebody like me that is, I won't say obsessed, but very into it and has done research and has looked at like read articles and all of that. And he was like, man, all of that's going on. And it's a lot of the same science that like, I mean, how do we think we produce as much food as we do for this, this country for us to eat? I mean, there are there is science behind growing a plant like there is science and, and another thing that i like to i want to put out to people that are getting into the lawn there's no magic product out there it ain't no magic fairy dust like it, it is is there are products that help benefit you and that will help benefit the lawn but there is also solid agronomy and science behind things that work you don't need a fancy product and all of this. 
stick to the basics of it, basic agronomy, making sure you're getting the fertilization, make sure that you're watering properly, making sure that your mowing frequency is, is up and use solid products. And you don't have to have a fancy, highest, most expensive fertilizer that's out there. Um, my lawn has looked the best. I ran some tests last year using different fertilizers and all of this. And I found that my lawn responds the best to a fertilizer that not a lot of people use. And it's a almost a garden, like farm agricultural type fertilizer. And it's cheaper than just about anything else that's on the shelf. Mm. Yeah. And, and, and a lot of people are like, yo, Kim, you use that fertilizer? Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and now, it is works. it due to your soil or is it due to <clears throat> just the, what you're doing with it, you know, it, it, or a little bit of both? It's, it's a little bit of both. It's a okay. little bit of both of understanding what my soil needs, understanding how my soil is structured. And knowing that this type of fertilizer and what is in it will work good for the type of soil and the lawn that I have. Gotcha. And I found what fits. And it's one of those things that was like, yeah, this is after I dug into it and I started learning more about it, I got deep into understanding the soil and how that was my venture of last year was understanding the soil and how fertilizers impacted that. And okay. that's how I was able to dive into, yep, I think this is the best fertilizer for me. And this is why I have seen the results that I have and being able to easily explain that. And then I've talked to uh, guys that are in the industry, like with degrees and everything. And they was like, you don't have a like you go to school for this I was like nah it's a whole bunch of reading and everything else and they was like but everything that you just said makes sense of yeah. why that would work and why you're seeing the results that you are is because of x y and z the factors of these interacting uh, you're on the right track like you're that's why you're getting the results that you are because you're using solid agronomy and science behind why you're doing what you're doing so as, as long as we can understand the science behind it it's obtainable for everybody to be able to do this but one thing that i do see that as long as you're willing to put the work in yep yep that but that's that's a key part right there is, is yeah. sticking mm -hmm. to it and, and mm -hmm. doing it and yeah. putting that work in Put that, put that work in and have a little bit of patience. Have a little, have a little bit of patience. It, 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 it ain't, and, and one of the things you'll hear me say, and we say it, um, so I've got a, a, a team of people that, that I work with. My man Polo over at Polo Fields Lawn Service. Uh, my man Turf over at Turf Therapy. Um, those are their YouTube channels. Um, we get together, we do lives. We'll do live streams, uh, Some just like y'all are doing on the podcast here, uh, we'll do live streams and uh, we'll have a topic and we'll talk about them. Um, we'll go into more depth than what we will on some of our videos because it's hard to get people to sit down and watch an hour long video. Like mm -hmm. you got to concise it, get down to the point. Yeah. But during those lives, like we can take, we take questions from the audience. 
Um, like if you've got stuff going on, you can put it in in the chat. Uh, we'll bring it up. We'll talk about it, give you some feedback on it. Um, but we all, we call it the We Working Team. So that was at the end of my videos and my taglines. All I say is just know we working. Like that has been a principle of my life for as long as I've known. Like it takes work. If you want anything, you're going to have to put some effort into it. And that was another principle that came from my pops. I ain't giving you nothing. Like you, like things in life are going to have to be earned. Um, you're going to have to put in some work. You're going to have to have some discipline. Um, you're going to have to put, have to show some dedication. Um, and the thing is, is like when a lawn consistency is key and you ain't got to do a whole lot. Like you can be one of them people that go out there and all you do is fertilize four times a year, three times a year, giving it some nutrients, you mow it properly, you get out there at least once a week, and then you get some water down on it. If it's, if it's starting to get into the summer, you at least keep that, that watering frequency up on it, making sure it's staying alive. You, give, you do that over a couple of years, it's only going to get better. And a lot of these golf courses and stuff out here and like lawns that people admire, them lawns are five, seven, 10 years old and they've been taken care of consistently. Mm -hmm. It's just like working out. Yeah. You be, you be consistent with it. And over time, all it, all it does is, is, is get better. Like you just get in better shape and yeah. it becomes easier to do it. Yeah. Yes. You're going to see the results. Yeah. yeah. You see, you see the results. You so would. that, that can, that consistency over time. I mean, that, that's, that's one of the things that comes with long and we'll say it, we say it all the time. It's like, well, how long did it take? Like, when am I going to see results and like this and like put a minimum of two years on, put two years on. And you'll hear us say that it was like, <laughs> that's one of another one of our catchphrases, two years. Put mm -hmm. two years on it. Because a lot of people ask, what product are you using? What product is two years? Yeah. That, that's what that's what product I'm using. Two yeah. years. It's it sounds like Cam that this is so much like a lot of different things that's in life to where people see that that beautiful lawn you got in your mm -hmm. background and they want it right now. Mm -hmm. And not realizing that it takes effort, it takes consistency, it takes, you know, you know, getting up in the morning you know, watering your grass, those types of things that you're talking about, you know, it's just not going to happen overnight. It's not going to happen in one season, yep. as you said, you know, it's, it's going to take, you know, some, some blood, sweat and tears and all those types of things. Right. Yeah. So, yes. Yeah. It's dope. Yeah. And, 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 it, and it's, it's one of those things that, I mean, and that's why I wanted to, to, to give you like that simple overview also of like, you, you don't have to be out there all the time. I'm out there all the time because I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and I enjoy it. Like it, it's, that's peace for me. Like that's something that I enjoy doing. Like I said, you can be the dad that gets out there and all you do is like during your growing season, you get out there, you give it the nutrients that it needs to have three, four times a year. Boom. You get out there, do your fertilizer. Boom. You keep it cut. You keep your water going. Hey man, you, you can, you can be out, be out there and spend, an hour, an hour a week on it, maybe, depending on what size your, your lawn is, it could be less than that. 
I mean, and, and, and be done. And over time, you'll get there and you'll be like, huh, this is all right. And I guarantee yeah. you, next thing you know, you're going to be like, how can I get it better? Like the yeah. next thing you know, it's, 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 huh, let me, let me, tell, what else can I learn? Let me dig into this fertilization stuff a little yeah. bit more. Let me, let me look into, hey, what, what kind of mowers they got out there? What can I do a little different? I guarantee you, I've seen it happen a number of times. As soon as you start seeing them results, you're just like, hmm. Yeah. What if, what if I, what if I spend an hour and a half at it? I think I can squeeze another 30 minutes in there. Yeah. Just like working out, like you said. <laughs> Yep. Yep. Same thing. Yeah. So um, right now we're in the off season and I guess we'll be in the off season. We're in February right now. You know, mm -hmm. what should we as dads be doing to our yards, you know, in the winter to kind of prep and get ready for the spring and summer. And then also another question is the yard that we're seeing in your behind you, Mm -hmm. Your yard still looks like that in February, correct? It does not. Oh, it doesn't? Okay. It, 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 it does not. And um, I'll address that one first because I get it a lot. I get this question a lot and I still try to address it as much as I can because every, depending on your location, like there are Southern climates where it doesn't get as cold. Um, their lawns, if you've been taking care of them, they'll look fairly decent all the way through the winter. Like there's really not a season. I mean, they don't get inches of snow and all of that. It stays fairly mild during the winter, like down back home, North Carolina, South Carolina, um, down in those areas. I mean, their, their lawns will stay fairly green all year. This year I'm located in Maryland. It got pretty cold this year. Um, it's, we've had snow like most of January we had snow on the ground just about all of January. Um, and I actually posted a picture on my IG, a screenshot of our soil temperatures. Our soil temperatures were down around freezing just about all of January. Mm. So what that does is it zaps all the color out of the lawn. Okay. Like it, it, it just, it's not meant to be able to withstand those kind of temperatures and that cold for that long. But what I tell people, and people's like, hey, man, what's going on? It's winter. Like, it, it's, it's, it's a plant that is yeah. outside during the wintertime. Like, it, it's, it's not going to look that great. My lawn doesn't look like this at all. It is barely any green out there in it at all right now. Okay. But am I worried about it? Not at all. Because I've, I've seen this cycle a couple of years now, um, and it'll come back. Like grass, I mean, grass is more resilient than than what we think it is. Um, so it'll come back. It doesn't look like this at all right now. Um, and I ain't worried about it. I'm going to get out there. I'm actually going to make a video on that today. Uh, it's going to be the lawn check-in, and uh, it's going to show exactly, exactly what it looks like. And it ain't like that. Uh, <laughs> so so what, what are you, you going to do right now? Or can you do anything right now? Or when will you start back? Right now is the time to start preparing. Now is your preparation time. So what am I going to do? I'm going to follow them principles that I just said. First thing to do, get a soil test. So I will be pulling my soil test today. Like it's, it's warmed up. We've had three nice warm days. So the ground is thawed out. 
Um, so I'm gonna go out there and we'll pull my soil test. So that's one of the first thing that people need to be doing if you are getting into the lawn season for this year, get your soil test. Um, and then at that point, once you get those results back, uh, then you can start thinking about what products and fertilization that you're gonna do, stepping into that next pillar. Um, and then it's like, okay, fertilizing. Now you know what nutrients are in your soil now you know what you can put down. So figuring out exactly what fertilization you want to use uh, for the season, which that's what exactly I'm doing the exact same thing right now that I'm telling telling y'all to do. And uh, I'm taking inventory of all my uh, products and everything that I have left over from last season that I know I don't have to go buy, figuring out what I have to go buy and I'm, I'm getting prepped. So that's that's what I've been doing. I uh, did a little bit of it last night and uh, it's going to be nice outside today. So I'm going to be outside in the garage and get the tunes going and take some inventory of what products I need to go get. And uh, outside of that, um, learning. Like, so if you want to get into the lawn, the, the lawn this year, start reading up on some, some watch a couple of YouTube videos, uh, pick up an article, um, I like to send them people to kind of their local extension office. Like, so if you're in Maryland, um, the University of Maryland, uh, local extension office, um, you can also look that up uh, just about for any state. You can kind of put in like your city and then put in extension office or agricultural extension office. They have, they normally have like basic guides for you to be able to follow for your lawn. Like, so they'll give you like some basic principles, kind of what we just talked about. Um, so looking up that information at your local extension office, um, they'll provide you a little guideline of what you can look for uh, to prepare for this season uh, when it kind of comes to fertilization and all of that. Cool. So preparation, this, that's what this time is for, preparation. And uh I will say the most important thing that is probably coming up pretty soon for, especially if you're down in the South, um, is going to be your pre-emergent application. That's normally the first thing that happens. So everybody battles these weeds. Everybody talks about weeds. I got all these weeds in my yard and everything else. Pre-emergent helps prevent the hint pre-emergent. It prevents the weeds before they come up. Um, and that application is a important one to get down um, at the right time. And for those that are out there, uh, if you haven't done it before, I suggest you uh, be a Mario dad in this scenario and you just call up your, your, your local applicator and uh, get them to come out and make that treatment because that is a very important one to get down to get you going in the right direction for this season. Cool. All right, so Cam, last question that we had for you was, can you, can you talk about the connection that you see between fatherhood and lawn care? So for me, that's a really good question. I like that one. Um, I, I, there's something that comes behind planting a seed and watching it grow, mature, as you nurture it, as you take care of it, 
and it evolves into this great thing that you are now proud of. That is the same relationship that I see that I saw also from my father when he had that moment of, yeah, yeah, he he's, he's going off on his own path is one of the things that I feel like he saw as me, as his seed, as his son, he's given me all the tools that he knew he's done the best that he could provided me the tools, the nurturing and everything that he could to get me into this phase of where I was. And then it was like, that was that grand moment of, this is something that I'm proud of. Like, I think there's a very close relationship to that. Um, and myself, as in not being a father, I could only see that through what I believe my father's view was. Um, and as the son, I could see that. And it was just, he was like, yeah like mm -hmm. and and i can tell because he he brings that that point up so many times and so often to this day and i'm here 35 now and he continuously brings that up because and and i think that is that point that that relationship of his work his nurturing and his providing as much as he could paid off into like now this is like my proud son is now going on to be a man that I can be proud of. Like, so I, I think that's the, that's the relationship that's there. Long care is no different. And then I, I think as a people, um, there's a connection with putting things in the ground and growing it. Um, I, I feel like we have a connection with growing things and there's a deeper connection um than just a plant that's coming up um there's something about getting your hands dirty like there's something about uh putting your hands in the dirt and and taking care of of something and it's growing and you see the change you see the work that you're putting into it paying off and and the effort that you're putting in is is coming into those results that you're looking for uh so i I think there's a that's that's another deeper portion of why I enjoy doing what I what I do and why I enjoy being in the lawn uh, that I don't want to let go as long as long as I can do it. Um, I'm going to encourage like I think this year I'm going to try to get my nieces to uh, I think I'm going to go down to North Carolina and try to start growing like some little tomato plants with them and then just kind of like get them going. Uh, because it's one of those things that when, when you, when you can take care of something, you can nurture it and you can see it grow and you can develop it. That's another thing that we can, we need to be able to pass on to the next generation. Yeah. And, and right now I don't have kids at this point yet. So like, I look at my nieces and I'm like, all right, I'm gonna try to get them out in the garden. And and like they they watch all my YouTube lives. Like my like they'll be my my niece, like she's got an iPad and stuff. She'll be commenting, hey Uncle Cam, hey Uncle Cam in the in the uh in the comments and everything. They watch my YouTube videos. So um and even my wife's uh nephew, like he's into watching me cut the cut the grass and everything. So I think he's like four, 
four or five now. Um, so like, I, I think there's something to it, man. I love seeing the guys that are in the industry and they've got their daughters or their sons out in the yard with them. Um, I think it's also an activity that can help a dad spend a little bit more time um, with this, with his son or with his daughter um, out in the yard. Just, I mean, let them go out there and help you. The soil test is a, I just had a consultation earlier this week with a lady that has uh, three sons. I was like, this is a good project for like, bring the kids out, like get them out, let them play in the dirt, pull, help you pull the soil samples and everything. Little, give them a little shovel or whatnot and, and get them out there. I think there's so many opportunities that you can kind of just pull the kids out of the house a little bit, mm-hmm. get them out, get them out in the yard and, uh, and spend a little bit more time with them. I know mine are going to be out there, whether they like it or not, at least, <laughs> at least while they're young, I mean, yeah. at least, at least try and get them out there. And I think they'll enjoy it. What they do when they get older, that's yet to be said <laughs> once yeah. they start getting into the, the, the technology. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. it sounds like either way you're helping cultivate like developing life, you know, is that's, that's mm-hmm. kind of what I was thinking about when you were talking. But yeah, that's that's good, man. I looked at it too, like I know y'all probably heard this, you know, some people let their kids grow up like weeds, you know, and that's why I start thinking about like how much you cut your grass mm-hmm. and how much you think about it and how much you you know, get your soil sample and find out what they need and stuff, what your grass needs and everything like that. And I'm like, as fathers, that's what we do all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, we're supposed to have our kids on our minds, giving them everything that they need, food, clothes, shelter, um, what they need mentally, spiritually, mm-hmm. you know, being there for them, being somebody for them to talk to, somebody they can lean on, somebody they can trust. And raising them, telling them about life, preparing them for life. We're doing it every single day. Mm-hmm. We can't let our kids grow up like we. Mm-hmm. Like, we have to make sure that everything is straight with them. Yep. Do everything that, that in our nurture. power. Mm-hmm. Do everything in our power. And, you know, like you said, once they grow up, I mean, it's on them what they want to do with their lives. Mm-hmm. But we have to train them up the right way. And I think it's a lot of connections there with lawn care. A lot. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 this is that it's that nurturing. It's that pouring into developing the roots. That's right. De- developing <clears throat> developing the roots. And and as I learned more about lawn care, um, that's one of the things that I learned. A healthy plant starts in your roots. If you don't if you don't have a strong root system, if you've got a weak or shallow root system. As soon as the slightest bit of stress comes from environmental conditions, foundation, that, that plant's going to wither, that plant's going to struggle. And I believe the same thing with raising, raising a family, raising your, your kids. I look back onto a lot of the foundational principles and what was taught to me, the roots being back at home and, and the lessons that were taught from my parents. I lean on them heavily. Like I lean on them heavily, having that root structure, having, having that, that foundation. I mean, I think it's key and, and there's a heavy correlation uh, that I think that analogy was right off the top of my head. I hadn't thought about that. One, it was but. dope. It was dope. <laughs> but the roots, the roots, the roots are so important 
But when we look at the grass and we look at the picture that's behind you, we look at the green grass and we all we are all amazed at how good it looks, but we don't even see the roots. Mm-hmm. But without the roots, it wouldn't be anything. Yeah. You know, like you said, laying down that foundation for our kids is everything, even though we might not get all the credit or whatever, but mm-hmm. whatever they turn out to be, that's what we're proud of. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, something else too, just along those same lines, and it's something you said earlier too, Cam, when you talked about consistency is key, you know? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think about it, it's the same, it's the same connection with, with fatherhood. You know, I have to be consistent with right. my son and my daughter. Right. You know, I have to be consistently in their life. I have to, I have to be consistently, you know, the same person, you know, I can't be up one day down the, down the next they need to know that, you know, what you see is what you're going to get from dad, mm-hmm. you know? And yeah. I, I remember, um, and I, I remember this, you know, one of our, all, all three of, all three of ours, one of our good friends, Jay Jennings, I remember having a conversation with him once and he was talking about just being consistent. You, mm-hmm. even if you're consistently a bad person, you at least still consistent. It's kind of right. the gist of what he was telling me. Yeah. But yeah. It's, it's just about being consistent as well. It's also the roots, but that consistency is key as well. And you mentioned that mm-hmm. earlier, Cam, but yeah, that's, that's dope, man. That's yeah. Dope. Yeah. And, and, and that, that's one of those things, man, not being a father yet, but it, it's one of those things that like I look back on, I mean, you start to get older and you start to look back and you're like, man, that's a whole lot of years back there. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and, and I start looking at some of those things that, I remember and that have made me into who I am like how did I get here like what are some of the things that that I really value um, and that are really important to me and a lot of those have to deal with my upbringing and my roots and my family Um, love my family to death love every last one of them Um, and I'm at this point, I'm definitely getting back to a lot of things that are in my roots. Um, I grew up hunting and fishing. Like I went back home this uh, this uh, Christmas break and uh, took my wife back with me. And her uncle, uh, her closest uncle, was an outdoorsman too. He loved to hunt. Like so, I I actually took her with me. So I went. We went back and we went hunting. I set up a tree stand, went scouting and everything uh on some of my family's land um and it's another one of those getting back to the roots kind of thing um and we did that and i'm getting back to a lot of those things that i enjoyed doing growing up a lot of the things that were a part of my roots um a part of that family structure like those are really the things that have value and substance uh in life um and and they say never forget your roots. And it's, it's funny, like how life cycles around. I'm loving to get back to that. Like yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying getting back to it. That was probably the first time I had been hunting in what, like 10 years, 10, 11 years. Um, and then I met some more fellas while we were down there that were hunting that nearby. Uh, they took me uh, hunting with them a couple of days. And that was probably like the most relaxed and like the most fun and enjoyment and at peace I had been at in a long time. Um, Cause you know, life gets busy. I mean, oh, yeah. we're, we're in corporate America where 
we're we're climbing the ladder we're trying to do this we're trying to financially be responsible i mean y'all have got the kids and the family to raise i mean they're like their life gets busy yeah um and that was one of the times like i was down there for like a week and a half almost two weeks where life like slowed down and it was just like man yeah this is nice like this is nice and i think we all need to yeah, we need to take time. Yeah, we need to take some time and and do that every now and then. Um, just just slow life down uh, a little bit and uh, reflect. That's cool. Got anything else, Mario? No, I don't. I don't. All right. Well, we thank you guys for listening to Dad Roots podcast, and we thank you again, Cam, for coming on to our show and lightening us and sharing all your wisdom about lawn care. It was, it was really a good episode. Um, guys, we want you to like, share, subscribe. And guys, we'll see you guys next time. Peace. All right, y'all. Appreciate y'all for having me. Thank you for listening to the Dad Rules Podcast with your host, Mario E and Kid. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Also, follow and like us on Facebook and Instagram. You can find our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podcast Addict, Breaker, and Player FM. Till next time.